Hello there and welcome to my very first bonus episode. This is Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd and I am Laura Hurd. Thank you so much for listening today. This is going to be a shorter episode than normal, but that's what bonus episodes do. We bring you a enlightenment of something we have had on our hearts and this is exactly what that that is. So I will be sharing some scripture with you today, so um, hang tight for that. But the idea that I've had on my mind is something that has touched my heart um, just the past couple days, and it's something that I feel like that you all can be encouraged with this scripture that has encouraged me. So, of course, I'm going to share this, and and that is that is how you encourage others, right? <laughs> you share what God has revealed to you through scripture and his word and and then you can share that with others and hopefully help them um just help care for their souls. So the idea is why do we have to suffer in this lifetime? So suffering in this lifetime is inevitable. And we all suffer in different ways. And sometimes we may not see another person suffering in this lifetime, but maybe they do that behind closed doors. It's not a competition on who's suffering more or less. (laughs) This is simply to remind us of where our hope lies when we do find ourselves suffering and in situations in life that just aren't pleasant and we wonder and our mind starts drifting and possibly having conversations with Lord the Lord and why why he is allowing something into your life. So first off, I I want to let this bonus episode be a simple reminder to you and hopefully an encouragement for you to open your Bible and take action against your thought process that you may be tempted with in the suffering that you're going through right now. And so first off, we live in a fallen world. And if you're, you're a Christian, you understand the basics of faith, then you, you know this. So again, this is a reminder. So we live in a fallen world. And since Adam's fall, we are instantly born into sin. So, we have a sin nature at birth, and that, believe it or not, that plays a huge part in Christ's role in your life. And you think, well, how how does, you know, Christ relate to my birth and my sin that I'm automatically um, destined to? Um, destined is not the final answer. It's what we're automatically born into. So because of this and because God loved us so much, he sent his only son, Jesus, to become the sacrifice so that we can be saved from that sin, that, that very nature of sin that we are born into, that we cannot escape, that we cannot cover with with a moral responsibility, that we cannot cover with 
good works. Nothing is going to satisfy or cancel out that sin that we are born into. And we can be a very good person and have many great acts of kindness and love and mercy and all of these things. However, if we do not accept the Lord as Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives and become a Christian, a follower of Jesus, um, then all of that is fruitless. There is no, no, okay, so in your mind there is a purpose in it, but the, the ultimate suffering is, is on the final destination of heaven or hell. It's once we die. Um, so God sent his only son, Jesus, to become the ultimate sacrifice. We can be saved from that sin when we accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior of our life. So when we talk about the suffering in this lifetime, our ultimate suffering is not what we go through in this life. No, our ultimate suffering is what we face after death, heaven or hell, okay? That is a basic element that I have been able to um, to understand in moments in my life when I have had suffering. And so the basic element is, okay, yes, there is always purpose in our suffering in this lifetime, but why? Why do we have to suffer? Well, to for one is to draw us closer to God. As a Christian, you should have that desire to seek Him. And yes, I have strayed in in the midst of my suffering because it becomes so unbearably painful that sometimes you just get your mind wanders and you and you just don't consider. Well, you know, maybe the Lord does have a purpose in this. And but we can always look back. So if you're a born again follower of Jesus and and you are in the most unreal or unfair moment of your life, you can have hope and peace. So if you're asking yourself why you have to suffer so tremendously, or maybe you are having that conversation with God right now, please, please, the first thing that you can do to create a process of healing and understanding and allowing God to work in the situation and you giving it to God and saying, I'm not going to have this strife no longer. Just look at the cross. That is, that is so, that is the basic element of Christianity is when we come to Christ, how, do, how are we able to do that? Well, we were able to do that because Jesus died on the cross. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die so that we can be saved from that sin and we can have that eternal hope in him that no matter what, we we know that this is for a purpose. We are drawing closer to him by reading his word and we are becoming sanctified and so we were we are becoming more Christ-like as we go through these things. So I'm going to share some scripture with you and, and hopefully again, this has been an encouragement for you. Um, and feel free to reach out to me if you have a prayer request, maybe you are going through some suffering 
and and or if you if you would like me to pray with you i mean any any way that that I can help you and maybe point you in the right direction as far as scripture goes and and what God's word says and speak some truth into your situation because God's truth is it's healing and it's powerful and it's living it's alive and it's great so this is the scripture that the Lord put on my heart to share with you if you find yourself suffering today so the first scripture is found in the New Testament it is in Colossians 3 2 chapter 3 verse 2 Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. So when you are suffering, you want to immediately look at your circumstances and, well, maybe it's not going out like you, working out like you had planned. But when we set our mind on things above, we realize the eternity and the eternal consequences, um, even if it's something that we had no, you know, something that innocently happened to us, but we have that hope in Christ. So, and the next scripture I want to share with you is, I'm going to read Romans chapter 8. This has served as an encouragement to me on many different occasions So let's just, um, I'm going to read this to you now. So let me, (laughs) so I've got the King James version pulled up here, but, um, I'm going to, I'm going to change that really fast and I'm going to be reading, um, just the new American standard version. So the title of this is deliverance from bondage. And here we go. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Jesus Christ has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For what law, for what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin he condemned sin in the flesh so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who are according to the spirit the things of the spirit for the mindset on the flesh is death but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace because the mindset on the flesh is hostile toward god for it does not subject itself to the law of god for it is not even able to do so and those who are in the flesh cannot please god however you are not in the flesh but in the spirit If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you, but if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. 
But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So then, brethren, we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God are those sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons and daughters by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption and to the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. And not only this, but also we ourselves having the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoptions as Son, the redemption of our body. For in hope... We have been saved, but hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what who hopes for what has, he already sees. Right? Love that. Let me say that again. Verse 24. For who hopes for what he already sees, but if we hope for what we do not see, with perseverance we wait eagerly for it. Subtitle, Our Victory in Christ. In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And this is the verse that I wanted to highlight verse 28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. Thank you again so much for listening to Real Life Moms by Laura Heard podcast. And you can also listen on iTunes or Spotify. And we would love if you would go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, it would help us tremendously if you could rate the podcast, giving us up to five stars and also put a description there as why you love the podcast. This helps us reach more people and we're able to minister to those hearts and homes. So thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.